Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, February 22nd, 2023. Today on the Ether, a new foundation is born. Fetch.ai and Bosch. Let's take a listen. Hey there, everybody who's um, just joining in right now. We're just getting everything set up and making sure everybody is is good to go. Um, This will be a very, very exciting um, session for being able to discuss all of the topics surrounding the Fetch AI Foundation that was just recently announced. So we're um, we're very excited to be able to tell you guys more about this. Um, and then once we have everybody all in, then we'll be all good to go. Yeah, so uh, thank you everybody who is here today uh, to be able to listen in on new details or actually further expansion on the details, I guess, that have been provided in regards to the Fetch AI Foundation. If you have not already checked out um, the article that we released from our end or seen any of the articles that have been circulating online, um, then you can, of course, learn some information uh, regarding what this means, what this new Fetch AI Foundation is, um, as well as what its goals are and what we hope to see in the future from it. Um, but also you can, after you are done listening into the Spaces session, definitely go ahead and check out the uh, information we've released and check out the Fetch AI uh, dot foundation website that we have that is currently live if you are interested in finding out some more information after the fact. Here today, um, who we will have along with us uh, is we are going to, sorry for one moment here. Yeah, so today, uh, the people that we'll actually have um, as part of the session is we're going to be having um, Peter Bush, who is actually the lead expert in DLT mobility from Bosch, who is also the chairman of the Fetch AI Foundation. Um, We have Maria Mirnikova, who is the business, uh, sorry, the director of business development from Fetch AI, as well as a member of the board for the Fetch AI Foundation. And of course, um, as you guys can see, we've got Himayan uh, Sheikh from the CEO and founder of Fetch AI, as well as a member of the board for the Fetch AI Foundation. And yeah, myself as well, but I am I'm just moderating the session. I want to absolutely be giving the floor to um, everybody else here today to be able to discuss what we've got going on. Um, yeah, sorry, just give me just give me one moment, guys. I, I apologize. Um, I guess actually uh, we're just waiting here. Sorry for for uh, Peter to be able to join in and speak. Um, I, I very much apologize for for uh, the delay here, but we'll get everything sorted out, no problem. Um, but I guess just to be able to allow for um, us to at least get things kicked off. Um, if you are there, Humayun, I'm not sure if you're able to to hear anything. Um, but if you yeah, are, I'm here. Uh, I'm here. Awesome. 
Um, so, I was yeah. hoping that maybe we could kick things off with uh, kind of describing the motivation behind the Fetch AI Foundation uh, to begin with. Yeah. Um, okay. So let me set while Peter gets ready. Let's uh, let's set the scene a little bit. Um, so we, as uh, probably uh, most of you who follow Fetch would know, we have been working uh, with uh, Bosch um, for a for a year or so. We've been trying to find a way. And we're trying to engage with the industry in a way that um, a lot of these uh, technologies that Web3 is bringing, AI is bringing, which are new, uh, how, how do we bring them together? So, uh, so although we've been collaborating, uh, we also kind of understood the need that uh, we need to bring smaller businesses, bigger businesses, all in kind of a collaborative environment. And as you know, Fetch Foundation was set up uh, three years ago, and we have been um, we have been working on the tech to develop the tech. But the ultimate objective is really to bring in some decentralization, uh, to bring in different companies, individuals to come and manage the board, and it's not in our control. So that's the start of this process right now, right here. What would we want it? And there was the delay. Why we haven't done it till now was that we wanted and we had to be able to convince uh, credible companies or credible um, partners to come in with us. So when we actually launch a solution, um, be it a Web3 plus AI solution, be it a, um, you know, uh, a, a, in, in any vertical, in any sector, it's automotive, it's uh, somewhere else in retail. Uh, we have at least kind of uh, the ability to have tested the technology and with multiple partners' point of view, worked on it, developed it enough. And there is a structure in place which is coherent enough, which is uh, robust enough that we can say with confidence that we have a foundation which is not going to be just in one person or one company's control. It'll be open. So this is the start of this. This really, I, I want this uh, Twitter spaces to be more about you understanding uh, Bosch's point of view, why they chose uh, to work with us, how they plan to kind of uh, uh, implement their solutions and how do we want to invite people. So I think if Peter is here, I think it would be good to kick off with that. Um, John, is Peter able to come in now? Uh, he appears to be having some technical difficulties. Uh, he's just attempted to rejoin now. I'm just going to try and add him in because, yes, it would, would be great if we could also get um, his perspective on this as well, as you've said. So, Yeah, so this, um, this really is I, meant to be about, you know, uh, Peter and Bosch giving you the overview of why, why we, uh, you know, why we're good uh, kind of foundation, why we're good partners, why we're collaborating. Uh, anyway, so that's that. But while he's joining, I think, um, uh, John, did you want me to cover something else? Please let me know. Uh, yeah, I could definitely just shoot through um, like the some of the questions that I actually did have specifically for you, Hamayan. Um, I guess one of the things that we saw uh, following a lot of the articles coming out uh, in regards to the Fetch AI Foundation is there were a couple outlets that had actually quoted you um, in reference to $100 million in funding. Um, and we were hoping you could provide a little bit more clarity around what that was. Um, we we, we want to really set the scene in the right context first. But um, 
I can I can kind of give you an overview of what um, what the kind of things we are looking to do. So so if you think about really bringing a real world application uh, and kind of bringing uh, Web three, like we we already know AI is definitely uh, on the rise. We already know we're using machine learning and AI uh, almost in every part of our life, but to then convince a corporation, a business to come to a place with the Web3 technology where, you know, there is, you know, very little evidence of bringing real world applications on chain or into anything to do with Web3 and with the recent negativity around Web3 as well. What is quite needed is this financial support or projects who who actually commit to bringing uh, these use cases uh, using Fetch technology or any other technology for that purpose uh, together and deploy a meaningful real-world use case. Now, if you ask companies who are small to invest that time and effort, it's very unlikely they're going to do it. So we have to encourage people in the right way. We're not... We're not just saying, okay, let's create another incestuous DEX or just a Web3 solution which stays within Web3 and it's a little bit too... There is a lot of money available for that. Even we announced a a fund separately with an exchange before for that. The purpose of this funding, which Fetch is committing to, and Fetch and other partners, which we will probably uh, disclose as time goes by, the biggest objective of this funding is to enable uh, businesses in Web2 space to deploy solutions using some Web3 fetch or any other like identity solutions from the Web3 space and bring them online. So hopefully that gives you some context as to what this funding, uh, who is it for and what does it enable? So our objective really is to um, stimulate the deployment of Web 2-based solutions onto Web 3. So we fully understand it's going to be a transition when we go from Web 2 to Web 2.5 and then Web 3. So the, nobody is going to go straight right Web 2 and let's just chuck everything and go to Web 3. It's a transition, and that's what this funding is about. All right, awesome. Yeah, that definitely provides a lot more clarity because um, I did see a lot of people in the community who are asking about that. So yeah, thank you so much for expanding on um, what that like funding means and what we're hoping to see it uh, be allocated for into the future. Uh, um, is uh, web uh, is um, Peter not just able to come in as a speaker while he's listening? As a, as a um, listener, so. I'm. I'm. He is a listener, so he is a listener right now. Uh, from from what I understand, there may have been a miscommunication. Um, and I think he was attempting to join from his computer, oh. if I'm not wrong here. So it was. It's not able to obviously. Um, ah, there we go. Peter is here. Oh, oh, there we go. It looks like it's working. Hey, Peter. It probably will take a, a handful of seconds for. Finally, load in, but it looks like he's good now. Yeah, that's great. Welcome, Peter. I'm gonna go mute. Okay, can you hear me now? 
Yes. Oh, wow. Yes, we can hear you. Okay, one that's appeared. Thanks. <laughs> so I tried now several awesome. computers. Yeah, I used it on my PC. I used my iPad. I used the Mac, and now I'm an iPhone. So it is not working. Yes, I was going to say. Uh, I apologize for that. In the memo, I did. I tried to include that you could only join from phones because yes, Twitter Spaces is. Uh, it's very finicky, uh, uh, as I'm sure you have now learned. I love it. it only likes specific devices. Okay. <laughs> That's not we stuff. But yeah, perfect. It's it's great. Um, I always say that unless we have some kind of technical error, it wasn't really a Twitter Spaces session. So you're uh, you're part of the group now. <laughs> that's great. So. Now that you're here, that's that's awesome, because um, I guess I started the session off by asking Hamine about this, but we were, of course, hoping to hear from, from your perspective and from the Bosch perspective of uh, what was the motivation behind um, the foundation in the first place? Yeah, um, clearly, uh, the main motivation definitely is to push forward uh, decentralized technologies, Web3 developments and really understand more what's happening out in the space and ultimately really to get the old industry into the game. Yeah? Because what we see today is really hap happening a lot in DeFi, happening a lot with the startups and all the other spaces. But what we see is really a lack of, um, of acceptance in the old industries. Automotive is really a very good example here. And uh, since I, I'm working since I think like 15 years now in automotive strategy at Bosch, and really what I've seen, there are a lot, a lot of developments in terms of IoT, in terms of AI just recently. And we as, uh, looked like five years already now in the decentralized technologies in a huge project called Economy of Things. And I think already from the beginning, we had contacts to Fetch when it really was uh, founded and saw there's something really interesting happening. And the technology convinced us from day one we had a uh, very, very lots of uh, uh, deep, 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 uh, deep, uh, deep dives there into the technology. Looked at the code, looked at the governance part, and so. And that was really the ultimate goal of us. We should do some kind of a collaboration here. Well, that's great to hear. I'm sure it's very reassuring as well to to the community to hear that um, you know an, an industry kind of giant in that sense um, did see Fetch AI and saw the the value added there and. Uh, has has chosen that route, so that's fantastic news to hear. And actually, um, Peter, on the topic of speaking of the kind of Web three technologies and uh, innovations that are wanting to be made, I have seen a lot recently, especially you've tweeted a lot in regards to specifically focusing on the technology and innovation within the Web three space. And could you kind of provide maybe some insights onto you know what got you to feel this way and push that message out? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I need to stress that all the time uh, when I'm answering, when I'm uh, be, uh, on the ways in the social networks, because lots of thought uh, in the whole space definitely is out there. And what we really as Bosch, as industry leaders in certain fields, have to make sure we are not looking after some cheap investment possibilities, not after cryptocurrency space or anything like that. What we are looking at is real advancement in technology, because one of the main messages of Bosch really is safety on the roads is uh, really a uh, technique for life or technology for life and it needs to come as well with innovative new technologies and so uh, since we saw here in the years of the economy of things project uh, what we really need is a culture of collaboration we need openness in kinds of data and kind of technology development and partnerships is so so important here 
And really, of course, since we are industrial cooperation, we look for sustainable business models as well. Uh, and we see in Web3, in the Web3 space, and as well in the combination with artificial intelligence, uh, huge opportunities. However, the industry is not embracing it at the moment. And so there needs to be someone starts with it, kicking it off really that the classic industry is joining that field. And especially when it comes to data sovereignty. This is one of my main focus area. Uh, what we've seen in the last years, which a lot of things went wrong in, in terms of who owns which data and so on. And the EU, for example, is pushing more and more regulation stuff on that side. And when, I, when we look at Web3, one of the easiest explanations here really is get your control over data back. And therefore, we need some technology which we can trust which we can develop together. And this is maybe really one of my main motivations to stress the technology part here, to come up with interesting, really good news, uh, use cases that we could use in our different sectors uh, from Bosch. And I think in some partners like Fetch, but as well others, which we can take later, uh, talk later a little bit more about as well, uh, we find very, very interesting sustainable solutions for the, futures, for the future. Well, that's great to hear. I, I think that once again, um, that just aids into, you know, a lot of the, the strengths and a lot of the beliefs that, you know, the community likes to hear stuff about that. Um, and I, I think that's great. Thank you so much for, you know, giving such a great explanation on um, why those technological advancements are important um, and, and why Bosch chose to become essentially a leader in that uh, in that category and kind of, you know, keep on the ball early instead of waiting until later on to decide to come kind of jump in. Uh, gives you guys a lot more, I guess, respond or not even responsibility, but it gives you guys a lot more openness to what you can try, what you can test. So that's awesome. Um, and you did actually mention there as well, um, a key point that I find kind of important, which was collaboration. And with collaboration and stuff um there's I, I guess a lot of other projects that are you know that members of the fetch ai foundation have association with uh, even just outside of fetch ai and so will we see use cases come to emerge out of these other projects that you guys are a part of this is for even both maria and you peter Maybe I'll, I'll start a little bit. So um, as you guys may know, we are part of uh, several uh, interesting projects, but we already have history with Peter uh, being in the Trusted IoT Alliance project uh, with Peter four, four years ago. And so we have met a lot of other interesting partners for collaboration. We have joined, uh, for example, Catena X project, which is focusing on circular economy manufacturing in the automotive space. And we are really hoping to inspire uh, some of our colleagues colleagues from those projects and, and, and other industries as well to join us and to really, uh, you know, put our efforts together to recreate this, this really um, sustainable uh, economy, large, uh, you know, build the ecosystem together with through these collaborations. So, um, so we're really hoping this is like a call to action. If you're interested, get in touch with us. Uh, we would like to speak to you further and see how we can collaborate uh, even more. And I'm sure Peter can explain a little bit more about the Move ID project yeah, exactly. uh, that he's leading. Right. Um, uh, it's all about collaboration, really, um, and cooperation. And 
as uh, Maria already pointed out, we had fun times in the IoT Alliance uh, years ago, years back. We had uh, some times together as well already in Catena. However, what is really at the moment very, very interesting is a Move ID project. This is a, one of the projects in a uh, um, mobility cluster inside of, Cate of Gaia X. And uh, when it all started out like two years ago, it was all about again how to have a new approach in Europe uh, to collaborate, to bring all the industry partners, the startups, the academia uh, together to build new uh, decentralized technologies, new data sovereignty technologies. And uh, what really starts in most here is really the core values of GAIA-X, which was there from the beginning. And it's all about identity and trust. That's why it's called Move ID. Now we're talking about decentralized identities here, which are some kind of an application uh, on top of decentralized technologies. We talk about sovereign data exchange. Yeah? So you need, need to know who's on the other side, who owns which data, and can we trust the data that we get? Uh, federated catalogs, one of the other uh, core values here, and compliance. It needs to be compliant as well. And in Move ID, we just like to combine all that together uh, with other uh, partners like uh, FedGI uh, as well, other very interested and uh, well-known startups in the scene, but as well other huge corporations too. And so we would like to put them all together and, and see which are my, my, one of my favorite uh, uh, words here as well is interoperability. So we need to put um, them all together and see, okay, which of these decentralized technologies we need for which use case. And the main use case, which definitely comes directly in mind when we talk about mobility and move, is really um, the parking use cases, the charging use case of the future, where we have huge problems in the, in the traffic and as well, the exchange of data between cars and infrastructure, where we have to trust the infrastructure and trust as well maybe other cars coming around the corner and all that stuff. And this might be, can, can be possible in the future when we are able to combine all these technologies and uh, really uh, see which one of these are best for which use case and which will then definitely be there. And of course, when we talked about uh, trust IT alliance and all the other use cases we, we had in the past, we always tried to have this more in a siloed approach. Yeah, to, to every company wanted to do it alone. And so, what we learned in the last years definitely is uh, nobody can do it alone. When you talk about, for example, in the automotive industry about uh, car OSs, for example, yeah, this is a very good in, uh, example. Or when you talk about uh, some specific cloud applications. Uh, all of the different partners here tried to instantiate their own technology and tried that it will uh, really be the, the superstar there, but that didn't work out. So what we really came to a conclusion here is only in a collaborative mode, uh, we have to develop that stuff. And later on, of course, you can have a competition amongst the, the industry partners again, however, on a decentralized, more fairer marketplace. This, this is really our main goal here that we have in, in, in at the head of our minds. And therefore, definitely the technologies of companies like Fetch, but as, again, as well, other companies there as well, uh, on a fairer marketplace where you have really federated services, where you have decentralized services. And this could really be the new future of, of uh, data businesses in the industry. Yeah, that's great to hear. I think that the idea even, um, as you've said, like having a lot of collaboration and interoperability between these organizations and between these technologies, um, it, it realistically is going to be kind of the way that things move forward. It's it's the best way to like go about it, and it's probably the safest route to go about it as well. So, yeah, thank you for that. And 
actually, the other thing that I think would be quite important to kind of learn about now, especially regarding the Fetch AI Foundation, is that will we kind of see the foundation be participating in or even hosting um, any kind of like event or a situation similar to to that, seeing as we even recently, I saw you, Peter, discussing about IAA uh, and another demo happening. Um, so could you guys possibly provide some insights on, you know, if there's uh, events or another encounter we might see from the Fetch AI Foundation? Maria, would you like to start or should I? Um, since I was mentioned, maybe you can start and then I'll, okay. I'll continue on with the other events. Right, okay. Uh, yeah, definitely. IAA is one of the focus events, uh, definitely, uh, when we look into the automotive industry. And there we already are coming up together, uh, maybe already with the foundation together and maybe as well with partners from MoveID Project and others uh, to show what is already possible. Uh, really, these use cases in the charging area, in the parking, in the driving through smart cities and all that stuff. So this will come uh, up uh, to our ideas. And as well, when it comes to the collaborative working mode, then, of course, hackathons are the way to go. Definitely. We, we need to uh, um, talk about, we need to invite the developer communities to learn about these technologies, how to use them, uh, what can be really made out of them and to further develop them. Because this, again, to coming back uh, to the beginning of the talk, um, one of our focus areas as well is to further develop these technologies where we see maybe some shortcomings, where we see something that needs to be more adjusted to the big corporates because they really tick in another way normally when it comes to development. Uh, so this is something that we really think about inviting uh, the, the public to really come to hackathons, come to fairs, come to conferences, talk to us, and as well code together with us. Maybe Maria can stress that point a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. So we, we're getting a, we're preparing a series of hackathons uh, that we're hoping to kick off at the end of uh, Q1, uh, more like at the beginning of Q2, um, focusing on agents, focusing on AI. We're reaching out to universities uh, for these collaborations. Uh, if any any university uh, representative is listening, please do get in touch. We we would be really happy to involve you. So we are working with the German universities, HTV SAR. Uh, with the research institutes like DLR, but also here in Cambridge, uh, we have really good connections and we would like to extend that collaboration uh, with Oxford as well, but um, also with the other countries. So we're looking at France in other places in Europe, uh, Spain possibly, um, and also in the US and in Japan. So we're really looking to expand this collaboration, uh, bring everybody in into the foundation, into these activities, and, and really together build these uh, you know large ecosystems and learn from each other, build a developers community, and really get people, um, developers, companies excited to to look at these new technologies and and to to work together to to expand that and and to move further. Uh, together to the future let me, so let me so one, lots of stuff happening let me yeah. one, add one thing here um since uh maybe as well one of the focus points why we really choose to come together with fetch here on that in the first place it's really this this cool combination uh about uh from ai standpoint and as well from the distributed ledger technologies and from the autonomous agents so the combination of all these technologies really made the decision of us and but of course this is all of, of themselves for for themselves highly complicated technologies highly hyped on the other side as well and though we need to really um, better understand how 
to make that more scalable and to make it uh, accessible and that the learning curve is not that steep. And this is something that we really can overcome with hackathons, with fairs, with open events to invite people to learn about these. And I'm quite sure and I'm convinced this perfect combination, really, since Bosch is really involved in AI technologies uh, as well. You might have seen the, the press release coming from the Bosch Center of Artificial Intelligence. This is a huge area as well already at Bosch. And together with other academia in, uh, in Germany, like uh, the, the KIT, like the uh, other uh, universities working in that field, and as well other corporations as well working in that field, they are quite keen to learn what we can do uh, with these machine learning algorithms in an autonomous way in decentralized systems and together in more in fairer market base, as I said in the beginning, so that no, no one is controlling in, 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 in controlling in uh, as an intermediary, but really has this combination of Web3 uh, Web promises, yeah, I call them promises still, and as well the, H, the AI promises that we see for the future. And combining this, we need academia, we need research, but we need as well use case to work on. And so that comes to place in hackathons in, in our projects we're currently working at, and as well maybe in conferences talk about it, and so on. Awesome. Well, that sounds like there's a lot, um, you know, planned forward for whether it's conferences, uh, hackathons, as you mentioned, and then events as well. Uh, lots of stuff in the books for you guys. So I'm sure that we'll be very much looking forward to it. And hopefully uh, for all of these things, we can either have like the demos, um, you know, uh, publicly put out there so that everybody can kind of see them or, you know, even hearing just the results of how things went. And I guess also with, you know, kind of accessibility to information and stuff, this is a great um, time for me to kind of segue into the next thing I wanted to ask you guys about. And maybe we could start with Hamayan because I know it's been a little bit. Oh, oh, it looks like uh, mine's connection may have cut out, actually. Sorry about that. Um, I'm just going to add him as a speaker. Maybe I could actually start off with um, if, if you wanted to address this first, Peter. Um, which is that I guess one of the big questions that people are going to have is whether or not we're going to see like the information results or even just the technology that comes out as a result of the kind of Fetch AI foundation. Is this going to be made, um, you know, publicly available? Is this going to be kind of open sourced and as accessible as possible? And, and how are we going to actually go about handling that? Actually, mine it seems like you're back yeah. if you wanted to. Yeah start with that yeah so if i missed something please uh, let me know and uh, i just dropped out and joined back in so yes my uh, short answer is yes we uh, the the whole foundation's ethos is to make these technologies available uh, but there is also help available for us to help somebody build multiple business cases, uh, different solutions. We we can help people to do that. And we talked about the fund, and this is part of the funding, uh, which we can also enable businesses to explore this new technology, build multiple solutions, or uh, using a combination of what already exists in Web2 space or Web3 space, bringing it together. Uh, but we will be... Um, outsourcing almost all of it i mean i don't know i mean i don't want to say 100% because we might at some point not do 1% of it or something which the you know i don't I, but but the intent of and the ethos of this whole foundation is to to make everything open source did i did i cover your question or did i miss something here 
Yeah, no, that that was that was um, pretty much it from from that side. And then I guess the the further expansion um, into that question is uh, if there was anything in particular that we would like to kind of see from even I guess Bosch's perspective uh, on how you guys are feeling about the idea of open sourcing the you know technologies and stuff as as a lot of the Web three space seems to push towards. Yeah, I think what we learned really in the last years is. Um, really in these highly connected and very challenging um, futures that we look at, uh, not, not, no other model will really win uh, than to share that and to collaborate and to open source that stuff. So uh, we need to have a, a sound basis of, uh, of code, of technologies that all can use and try out for themselves and come up with their own solutions. And as I said before, this is not really just a some statement uh, i really believe in in fairer markets uh, not only for data but as well for code for uh, inv inventions and, and technologies and stuff and so i really believe in these open source ideas and we have quite made some uh, um, experiences already at bosch and i think this is the, the major requirement that we are able to use them all together in the future and as well, one of the major uh, requirements and propositions for the foundation as well is to invite other corporations that it spans really to others. And these are following the same, um, the same uh, procedures uh, for like uh, open source use and so on and so on. So this is really one of the major assumptions we have uh, to be able to share that with the communities because only that way it will scale. Uh, that is the only way really to have it somehow standardized that all of them can use it. And this is as well one of the main propositions for the GAIA-X uh, projects. They need to produce as well open source. And so the, for the, the foundation is just following that tracks. Yeah, that really is, in my, in my opinion, one of the ma major success requirements that we see. Well, I think that's great to hear, honestly, because like that's that's one of the the core things that I was very interested in. Being that you know Bosch is, um, as like you've kind of referred to it as, it's not even necessarily like legacy, but has been around for a lot longer time. So to hear that there's kind of this acceptance and agreement, uh, I guess, in you know the idea of open sourcing the technology, and I guess that ties in as well to the further discussion around interoperability and um, and collaboration as a whole. Um, that's that's great to hear that. You know, they're, that you guys are as open as you are to that. Um, and I, I guess even just from like the, the perspective of, you know, technologies that are, you know, you're trying to make available. Um, are there any specific technologies that, you know, are attempting to be worked on right now? To whom uh, goes this question? Oh, uh, sorry. It can be it can be you, Peter, or just anybody like realistically, if there was any. Um, like if there were any technologies that the, the Fetch AI Foundation is planning to kind of uh, solve or work on right now. Uh, absolutely. So from, from our perspective, definitely the, the agent technologies is the one thing that we definitely are most interested in. Uh, um, being able to implement uh, artificial intelligent uh, algorithms and uh, machine learning uh, algorithms out there in infrastructure and transport them via agents and let uh, machines talk to each other. But this was one of my earliest visions that I had when I was a speaker on conferences. I always uh, had the same mantra. We, don't, we want machines not only exchanging data, we want them to exchange uh, value and make business with each other. And this maybe is really possible with these new technologies on a decentralized, open, 
and a data sovereign way. Yeah, so this is really my my big vision that we have to dive into these uh, technologies and um, as well make it more familiar to the other industry partners which will join the foundation and uh, make together use case with them and try it out in a different way than we had uh, before because the main answer what you get these days is how to collaborate with data is okay let's put it all in the cloud somehow have some nice uh, new app and uh, then you buy my data and i get rich yeah, just to make it very easy and this is not working definitely and so what we are looking for is really these new ways of uh, and uh, trying to come together in a new in a new world here really where we where we have new models of interacting uh, agents, interacting machines and uh, persons definitely uh, uh, come together and uh, have incentivized data exchange processes and all that stuff. So this could be really possible with these uh, uh, autonomous economic agents that we see with Fetch. And uh, together uh, with the uh, AI algorithms to really make more out of data, to have some collaborative uh, effects, uh, collaborative learning effects and all that, that are the technologies we are interested in to further develop, but not alone, uh, but with other uh, huge industry partners as well. Yeah, just again to yeah. reiterate Peter's point, and obviously I think anybody who's been following fetch would have listened to all of this before just to to reiterate uh, which is um the the reason we kind of created this combination of technologies and these are the agents the autonomous agents the open economic framework um the colon and i've been asked this question many times why are you building all these things well the whole point is that Having a data marketplace on its own doesn't work. Having agents with no data or AI models doesn't work. And that's as exactly as Peter said, we've tried it as a combination to deliver a business case or a solution. That's what all the technologies that are needed to do that. So Fetch has uh, built a combination of all these technologies and it's, I mean, we, we're doing a big release end of March, which we're going to showcase a lot of stuff, which we will keep you updated. Uh, so you'll see the technologies that are coming and you'll also hear about them. We'll also give you uh, examples of business cases. We'll give you all of that. And the, the really the, the incentive here for everybody is to use and build solutions using these new technologies and you know and we invite other projects to join us in creating this uh, interoperability scenarios which peter that's peter's favorite word um so interoperability scenarios where you can uh, interact with multiple kind of uh, chains you can interact with the uh, data uh, marketplaces you can interact with uh, model, machine learning AI model places, or you can actually run with decentralized compute. So all these integrations is what's going to make this space successful. And all of them need to deliver some real value. So that's that's all the technologies which we need to do all of that. Uh, we we think we, are, we have most of it, but we still invite uh, new... Uh, kind of projects to join us and deliver more value to to that whole ecosystem. And maybe let me add something more here, Humayun. Uh, maybe this, the whole thing as well is some kind of a social experiment. 
<laughs> because what we really see is uh, the collision or colliding of two worlds. The old economy, the old industrial classic world, and new innovative, uh, very fast startups. So this is really uh, not uh, not were so successful in the past uh, uh, a whole lot of time. However, when we make it to bring together a lot of these huge corporations who learned a lot in the last years, which is working, which is not working, and we embrace as well and let it go that we have a really fast, agile startups, smaller companies, smaller projects joining and working in a collaborative way together. I think this will be really a very big finding at the end if this is working. And I think we're working on that in the foundation as well. Absolutely. Well, that's, that's great to hear. Um, and yeah, once again, just like everything else, I think that all of this information is, is super great for the community to be able to have direct access to. And of, of course, you know, thank you, all of you guys, um, Maria, mine and Peter for, for joining on and actually discussing this because otherwise, you know, it, it typically would just be coming from other sources or, or maybe it would take longer for us to be able to talk about all of these topics. So yeah, it's great that you guys came on to be able to discuss this stuff today. And um, I guess before uh, we do any kind of like closing statements or remarks, are there any final things, um, even Peter or Maria or Hermione, that you guys wanted to discuss in regards to the foundation that we haven't covered now? I'll just just say that um, it, it's really an honor to work with a corporation like uh, Bosch. And I really salute Peter's persistence in all of this because he really um, – he really has a vision and um, he really is following that vision. And we really uh, feel very, very pleased and happy to be working with him because um, he's been trying to bring this whole ecosystem, especially in the industrial and uh, automotive sector. He's been a proponent of uh, Web3 machine learning and AI combination. And, um, yeah, obviously, we're, we're really proud to be working with the guys. So. And we hope to do big things. So onwards and upwards. I can ju just could repeat that vice versa. <laughs> I'm honored to work with you and as well the other projects we're working with. And I think uh, Web3 can only work and uh, succeed if we come together in a new collaboration model. That's, that's, I can only repeat that all the time. And if we, tr if we make it uh, interoperable and if it works together and we find the right solution for the right use case, then we... We, won't, we will succeed, definitely. Yeah, And just one final word from my side. Uh, that's what is heard a lot of from my side. We need to have some kind of an alternative approach to these classical hyperscale approaches. I'm not really shy to say that all the time. Uh, that won't work. And I think that was one of the reasons GaiaX was founded, that we have another approach for Europe uh, to start with, and the world will follow, I'm, I'm a, uh, I guess. Because uh, what needs to what we need to have is another model to work with data and to exchange data to be incentivized and maybe this is the big the, the big elephant which goes through the room yeah because everyone sees oh, another cryptocurrency experiment and so uh, no what I see really here is uh, leveraging the the power of tokenization leveraging the power of incentivization of data that the uh, the generator of data can really earn with its own generated data and not only store it somewhere on the platform and the other side is earning money with that. This is one as well, one of my big visions here. And this will only be the first step to achieve that, that major steps uh, forward to this, uh, to, to uh, have this vision succeed at the end. 
Well, that's that's honestly really great to hear. And it's, it's great to hear as well that there's even solutions that you're looking into um, now, even as you've said, Peter, that you feel there could be uh, better ways to go about this. And, you know, there isn't like an end solution that we've already reached. So there's a lot to look forward to uh, from from what I understand. And that's awesome. Uh, I think that's that'll be super great to hear. Very excited to be able to provide the community updates um, along as the Fetch AI Foundation continues to collaborate into the future and as you know, hopefully other members join in as well. Um, and of course, for anybody in the community who wants to know more information um, about the Fetch AI Foundation, of course, on our Twitter account recently, um, we have either retweeted or we have posted um, access to, you know, press release on our end of kind of everything to do with the Fetch AI Foundation, um, but you can also go to the Foundation website. It is linked directly through the Fetch.ai website, or you can search FetchAI.Foundation um, into your web browser, and you'll be able to go and look through uh, the different members of the Foundation, as well as kind of getting a, a better understanding as to what the Foundation's goals are. So. Yeah, thank you guys, as I've said so much um, for coming on and actually discussing these topics directly with the community. Um, I, I feel very honored that we are able to provide that to the community and that we have that direct um, you know, communication line for them. So as I said, thank you so much for, for your guys' time. Um, and with that being said, if there are no other remarks or clothing statements from you guys, then I think we're, we're safe to end it there. Thanks a lot for having me. Yeah, thank, thank you. you guys. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for attending. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was A New Foundation is Born, Fetch.ai and Bosch. Recorded on Wednesday, February 22nd, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support now. When I'm ripping and rapping, I ain't picking the bastards who be tricking the masses into getting their asses kicked. Feels like I've been getting my masters. Fuck a pump and double like the income that's passive. Raise up the bar before I fly right past it. I'll be writing rhymes till they put me in a casket. Old man shit, put the lotion on its skin. Then put that shit back in the damn basket like Buffalo Bill, the way I'm ruffling feathers. Snuffing out debt, cut the heads off collectors. Keep a couple heads in a jar as keepsakes. And take the rest and turn them into free Upgrade the feelings, supply the free base Looking all professional, tools in the briefcase Running on empty from gassing up my teammates First one down, let me know how that sleep tastes Impossible, defended the plausible from end to demonstrable. The mission isn't even worried about the clearance. Running interference till our enemies fear us. We're only one disappearance away from a bad day. Everybody trying to save face on the last day. Feeling fancy, about to pull out the masse. Drop the eight ball in passing, that's so passe. I'm getting nasty, you cannot put it past me. A mix between blasphemy and tuck everlasting. Feeling like a masterpiece, looking like a tragedy. Trying to get through another day full of savagery. Getting headstrong from working in the mess hall all hands on deck waiting for our next haul i need the rest got big plans to eject so feed the grass and keep off the kleenex i am interested in magic because i am fascinated with psychology i love to learn about how people make inferences
find patterns and information. And in particular, I'm interested in all that can go wrong. Uh, how an individual can be led astray from certain cognitive vulnerabilities or exploited.